Dear listeners, good day. Every time you hear that beautiful jingle of African tribal traditional instrumentals, you know it is time for your devotional podcast, Believers on Board. Let's read God's Word today from the last book of the Bible, Revelation. Revelation chapter 22 18 to 21. Yes, indeed, I am coming soon. So be it. Come, Lord Jesus. Revelation 22, 20a. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. The conclusion of the book of Revelation has some very harsh warnings to everyone. It advises all who read or hear the prophetic words of the book not to add anything to the message therein. For if someone or anybody adds anything to the scripture, God will add to his or her punishment the plagues described in this book. That's what the message says. The message here is clear and direct. Nobody should add to the word of God written in the book of Revelation, in the book of the Holy Bible. But can we subtract, you may ask, Is anybody or everybody permitted then to take away? No. Listen to Revelation again. If anyone takes anything away from the prophetic words of this book, God will take away from them their share of the fruit of the tree of life and of the holy city, which are described in this book. The implication is that we should neither add nor subtract from the Word of God. The message is holy and eternal and should stay as it is without additions and subtractions. It was common in ancient times to prevent alterations in a book with warnings and curses. That is what we find at the end of the book of Revelation which John wrote. Towards the end of the second century, Irenaeus is said to have written a book against heretics to which he appended a curse. In the book of Deuteronomy, we also see that warnings have been added. They are against any additions or omissions. We find this in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 2, and in chapter 12, verse 32. What is even more striking at the end of the book of Revelation is the solemn assurance that Christ is coming soon. For John the author, he was expecting the second coming to occur during his lifetime, but that did not happen. Thank God for the promise 
that he is with us till the end of the world. So if come Lord Jesus did not take place, as John thought, that does not mean the Lord was absent after all. He is always present as the same yesterday, today, and forever. However, the wish and hope for Jesus to come, and in fact come quickly, still remains. That is why every time we celebrate the Lord's Supper, that phrase is recited in our liturgy, particularly the Presbyterian liturgy. Moreover, every true believer is looking forward to that day when our Savior will come in power and glory to judge the quick and the dead. The day when he comes with eternal life for those who have given their lives to him. What counts now is the state of preparedness, for we are told that he may come at any time. So we must be ready in the morning, afternoon, and night, so that when he lands, we shall be ripe to be wherever he will be. Do you know that the call, Come, Lord Jesus, is even more urgent now than before? Look at the state of the world and reflect on national and world events. Watch television, read social media, listen to radio, read newspapers. It seems things have fallen apart, to borrow the phrase of Let Chinua Achebe. The center no longer holds in social behavior. The center no longer holds in moral rectitude respect of seniors, management of public funds, speaking the truth. The center no longer holds in firmness of marriages and homes, standard dress codes, exercise of justice and fairness, sexual orientation, obedience of parents, the fear of God, and the list continues. That makes good-thinking people to wonder aloud as to what has made the world go crazy, loose, and bizarre. In the midst of all this and more, we cry, Come, Lord Jesus, in desperation. The things happening here and now cause us to hunger and thirst for the end of the world. Caught up in frustration. You hear talks of how yesterday was better than today, even if it wasn't really so in all cases. Given the prevailing conditions, even non-Christians join Christians to say, Come, Lord Jesus. Why? Because they too yearn for change across the nations. And we believe that as soon as the Lord comes, the world of evil, the world of wrongs will disappear. Evil will come to an end and God's reign fully established. God has planned his divine timetable and when the hour comes, he will arrive. The Lord will come. 
Let the hope of his coming remain alive in every believer. Keep the faith while you wait for his imminent coming and tell those yet to believe that Jesus is coming and they should believe and together with us be saved. Amen. To say, come Lord Jesus, is the cry of today. And that is good news for those who believe if Jesus came today. On the other hand, it's a terrible message for those who have rejected him. Why? Because if Jesus came today, unbelievers will face judgment. In a world full of hatred, in a world where there is evil in the church, in government, and in private sector, we cry, Come, Lord Jesus. In a world flooded with sexual immorality, gun violence and violence of all kinds, in a world full of human suffering, we cry louder and louder, Come, Lord Jesus. For intercession today, please pray that many more people will believe in Jesus Christ and be saved before Jesus comes. This is Achoa Umeni speaking. Thanks for listening and may the Lord bless and keep you as you wait for his coming. Mm-hmm.